Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 34 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, why you need to know your shopkeeper personality type. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode is to address some of our bad habits as shopkeepers, but I plan on having fun with today's topic because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves and hopefully at the same time learn a lesson. First, I want to start off with the shopkeeper shout out, and today's is a little special. I want to give a shout out to members of Master Shopkeepers. It's my paid mastermind group for brick and mortar store owners. I want to give a shout out to these ladies. And right now, it's the group is open to men, but it's all women. The women are from all over the U.S. and Canada. And I want to give them a shout out because they humor me and my wacky ideas. So I recently shared a post listing my titles for these shopkeeper personalities. And I'll talk about them in this episode. But Master Shopkeepers members really had fun with this post, and a few of them even gave me personality types that I didn't think about. I joked with the members of Master Shopkeepers that I might need to find an illustrator to bring these characters to life, because it would be pretty hilarious. If you're an artist and you want to make these personality types come to life for me, please let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram or use the contact form on my website. Now, I want to say that these personas are all negative in nature, and although I think it's important to be positive in both business and life, I don't want to ignore the bad habits of shopkeepers. I also want to make sure that I don't want to insult anyone, especially if I happen to use your first name. So these personality types are not real-life examples, although they apply to most of us. So for instance, one of them is Can't Say No, Kathy. I used my own name to mock myself. And I might have been a can't say no Kathy at one time, but I feel like the personality types that I can associate with, I've made efforts to improve. Okay, so enough of that. Let's get started. We're going to start with the personality type of the shopkeeper I think most of us can relate with. Number one is overwhelmed Opal. Opal does a really poor job of managing her time and probably because she's a combination of other personalities on this list. She is always overwhelmed. She feels like there isn't enough time in a day or needs a 48-hour day. And I just want to add a side note here that Opal is wrong. She doesn't need more time. She needs better time management and life management. Overwhelmed Opal is the person I love to work on prioritizing and managing her to-do list or what she thinks is her to-do list. And I'll be doing this with a client next week. Number two is procrastinator Patty. Good old Patty is either a perfectionist or she's doing way too many tasks she doesn't enjoy. So version A of procrastinator Patty is the perfectionist. This Patty needs to understand that progress is way better than perfection. Most of us can't get anything perfect anyhow, right? And version B of procrastinator Patty gets more satisfaction by avoiding the work she really needs to do, so she procrastinates. Either way, Patty just needs to do the work. Number three is can't say no Kathy. 
Kathy has either FOMO or she feels guilty for saying no. But if Kathy wants to avoid being overwhelmed opal, Kathy better start saying no. Whether Kathy's offering way too many services to her customers because she's trying to please everyone, or she's offering all the things because she's afraid she'll miss out, Kathy has to find her one best thing and stick to it. Number four is I do it all Ira. Ooh, this one I can relate with. I admit it, I'll be the first to say that I have moments of being Ira, but I'm working on it and I'm actually getting better at it. Now, Ira is most likely afraid to hire, and that's not me, I'll say that. I actually love to hire. (laughs) Otherwise, her personality type is doesn't delegate David, and we'll be talking about sweet David soon. But Ira needs to understand if she wants to manage her time better and grow her business, she has to ditch the I do it all mentality. Number five is lack of planning Linda. Now, if you're overwhelmed Opal, this could result in being lack of planning Linda. Someone joked about this in Master Shopkeepers. But either way, a business owner who doesn't plan is a business owner without a compass. And although you may get lucky initially and do well in business to start, this could come to a halt if you don't start learning the value of planning. Number six is financially fearful Francis. And this one comes up so often, I'm sure you can tell. From previous episodes I've talked about, especially the financial episodes, but good old Franny either tells himself he knows what he's doing because he's afraid of being embarrassed or he avoids anything to do with his numbers because it's easier to run and hide. But I'm sure if you've listened to any of my financial related episodes, you know I stress the importance of educating yourself or hiring the right people to help you in this arena. In the end, though, you should know how to analyze your own financial information, even if someone else is doing the work for you, like your bookkeeper and tax accountant. Number seven is watch your back Winnie. Now, Winnie has been burned, maybe by a business partner or a business neighbor or someone else. So Winnie is always defensive. She's always on the lookout. She's super cautious. And when you live like this, it has to be exhausting. Winnie needs to remind herself that not all people are bad and her energy is better spent doing other things. Number eight is competitive Kara. Kara loves to stalk her competitors almost to the point that she can't define her own style or brand because she's too busy looking at everyone else's. Kara doesn't realize that being inspired by other retailers can be a beautiful thing, but there's a fine line between getting inspired and copying. Kara might also find it difficult to see how successful she has become or how successful she can be because she's too busy wondering why everyone else is more successful than her. But remember, success is relative. Kara should spend more time on herself, on her business, on finding what brings her customers joy, rather than spending her energy trying to compete with others. Number nine is victim Victoria. And Victoria is probably the personality type that frustrates me the most. Victoria feels like no matter what she does or who she hires or what software she uses, blah, 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 nothing seems to work in her favor and life just sucks. I want Victoria to try flipping her perspective and focusing on what matters to her I want her to find things in her own business that do bring her joy. 
I want her to celebrate her wins no matter how small they are. A gratitude journal is a great practice for the Victoria who wants to change. Number 10 is helplessly hopeful Harriet. (laughs) And I know a Harriet. I know she's listening. It's not me, but it's a former client who shared with me that she was never realistic about her numbers or her business. It's like she didn't want to face the truth. But it's the truth that can truly set you free. Otherwise, you're a prisoner in a fantasy land and you may never get out. And I don't want that for anyone. The new sponsor for this podcast is the Shopkeepers Academy. Tell me if you can relate to this as a shopkeeper. You crave sisterhood from other retail shop owners going through the same thing. You desperately search online for tools or education that will help you get ahead as a business owner. But Google is exhausting because you're busy running a business. And when you do find resources online, it isn't tailored to your type of business, an independent retail store. You need the guidance of lessons and information that empower you to keep your business afloat, or better yet, thriving in this stressful world. That's where the Shopkeepers Academy comes in. The Shopkeepers Academy is an online platform that was built specifically for independent retail business owners. It's a one-stop shop to sign up for education and community. Whether you want to grab an affordable ebook like a nine-page shipping guide, or get access to a comprehensive list of lessons by subscribing to the Shopkeepers Learning Lab, or if you want to join Master Shopkeepers, and that's a paid mastermind group of brick-and-mortar store owners, you'll know that every option in the Academy was designed for you, the independent retail business owner. I want to help all brick-and-mortar retailers work less and profit more. Is this what you want too? Visit shopkeepersacademy.com for more information. Number 11 is Shiny Object Sharon. I know several Sharons too. I recently had to tell a client, no, just plain old no. I mean, I don't even think I said anything else. It was capital N-O because she's constantly chasing after the shiny objects. It's the shiny objects that will keep her from focusing on her zone of genius. And when you stray from that, you risk not finding true success. And I want you to be successful. Number 12 is boundaryless Bonnie. Now, Bonnie, I'm not. (laughs) Some of these other characters, but I don't think I'm Bonnie. I definitely have boundaries and I'm proud of them. Bonnie, on the other hand, will reply to customers on Facebook at midnight. She'll answer emails on her days off. She'll even work a day off because her business or a customer needed her. Yes, there's sarcasm and emphasis on that word needed. Bonnie is most likely Opal too because she doesn't have any boundaries. What I say to Bonnie is, girl, give yourself some structured time off and don't give in. Bonnie is the person I love to create a color blocked calendar for. Number 13 is doesn't delegate David. Unlike I do it all Ira, David most likely has a team. He may even have some amazing team members, but he's afraid they can't do the tasks as good as he does. David just needs to let go of the control. David doesn't realize that if he set up some good standard operating procedures along with some proper training, he could free up his time to work on the bigger parts of his business, those that generate $100 plus an hour results. And how amazing would that be? 
Number 14, and I think this is my favorite title for for a personality type, is shoulda, coulda, woulda, Wanda. (laughs) Oh, Wanda, I want you to stop beating yourself up. No one should live in the past. I should have bought that building. I should have not, I should not have hired so-and-so. Why did I partner with her? Why didn't I listen to my gut? We all probably have those moments. And yes, for sure, this happens on occasion. But if you're wallowing in this type of mentality, you may not have the ability to look forward to the future. It's like the saying, it's better to make errors of commission than errors of omission. Even if things don't work as planned, at least we don't spend our lives wondering what could have been. Note the mistake, learn from it, and move forward. There's so much to be said for wisdom. And the last one, but not the least, is number 15, all of the above, Allison. Now, I hope this isn't you, but someone in Master Shopkeepers joked about this and it made me laugh. In reality, we might all see a bit of ourselves in many or all of these personality types. So if 15, all of, all of the above, Allison, is you, I have a lesson to teach you. So to summarize, I want to put all joking aside and remind us that I think a level of self-deprecation is okay. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you hear me speak the truth about mistakes I've made. You hear me make fun of myself. And I feel that that's, that can be healthy, but it has a limit. The most important message you should get out of this episode is what I'm going to say next. Do the work necessary to change and stop these bad habits. I'm going to say it again. Laugh at yourself, but then do the work necessary to change and stop these bad habits. If we embrace these shopkeeper personality types too much, we tell ourselves lies. That we can't change, that we can't become better, that we can't become the shopkeeper we really want to be, that we can't be the CEO. But the truth is we can change, we can become better, and we can become the most amazing shopkeepers out there. We can be CEOs. There's no reason why we can't be. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 34. Also, I would love to record individual podcast episodes in the future to help address each of these personality types and ways that you can start making changes for any of the types that you might associate with. So let's have fun with this. I'm doing a giveaway. One random winner will get some Savvy Shopkeeper swag. Try saying that three times. Savvy Shopkeeper swag. You'll get some swag in the mail. So if you're a shopkeeper in the U.S., send me a DM on Instagram. My username is Savvy Shopkeeper. That's two V's, at Savvy Shopkeeper. And tell me which personality or personalities you are. I'm not asking you to share this. I'm not asking you to put it in your stories. I'm asking you to DM me privately. I won't share your name. I won't share any of your information unless you tell me you're willing to, you know, um, be mentioned in a podcast episode. I'll respect your privacy. I just want to know so that I can prepare for future episodes. Tell me which ones you can associate with, which ones you're working on improving. Tell me why you can associate with that particular personality type. So make sure you send me your DMs before the end of the day on July 31st, 2020. 
And then I'll randomly draw one winner on August 1st, 2020, and I'll ship some swag to you for free. If you feel this episode could help a friend or someone you know, please share it or leave a review. I know these episodes can help many other shopkeepers, and sharing and leaving reviews on the Apple Podcast app is one of the best ways I can reach other small business owners. Because it's just like social media, the more engagement I get on the podcast app, the more Apple will show it to other retailers looking for similar podcasts. So I hope you had fun with this episode. I know I did. I had fun creating the personality types. I had fun engaging with the members and master shopkeepers about these personality types. I had fun writing out their descriptions. Um, Just remember, have fun with it, but then move on. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.